You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm here today to talk about business. Business is a topic around the world. It's it's a topic around the house. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's one of those things that people ask when they first meet you. And um, sometimes people take offense to this, and sometimes people are ready to talk because of where they're at in their chapter. And uh, some people like to share what they've gone through, where they're at, and some people want to talk about their their trials and tribulations in, in order to uh, really understand what business is to them, and then they can be a great mentor and or, and or advice giver and insight uh, to other people around them. So I really do honor that, that question, um, what do you do? in life. And I got to tell you that running a business started for me as as a high school student. And I started to realize that running a business was that because I started to understand that management was important in my life. Organization was important in my life. And if I if I didn't have the managing skills and the organization that I had in my high school years, I wouldn't have been able to graduate and to also, in conjunction to graduate, I was playing volleyball, I was playing basketball, I was incorporated into my track team, I was also involved in student leadership, vice president of my high school, and I I just was involved. You know, and being involved takes time. And it takes effort. And so when I see the question, where are you at? How did you make it? What do you do? Uh, I, I really just retract back to those times. And, and of course, in my situation, and I'm asking you to really flow into your situation and, and, to, and to reflect on where you've been you know, and what were your positions of practice in life to run your business. And so I really do have to give my mom and dad and also my brother a ton of credit for this help and for the support and for this excitement to proceed in all the things that I was doing. I never got broken down for, for doing all the things. If anything, I was encouraged to do all the things. And my mom and dad did a lot to put more on my plate to excite me when it when it had to do with managing more things because I feel at the end of the day it's not something that my mom or dad ever said like hey this is what's going to happen in life down the road they were just making it very apparent at the current moment that that was a priority and of course everything unfolded as I as I grew into a college athlete and student as I trans transitioned into being a young adult into the into the uh, career path that I chose and then to transitioning into that because I wasn't happy and then following through with my passion like this all made sense as I reflect as a 39 year old and 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 owning my business for now nine years now Saying that I've owned my business for the past nine years, which is Cami Craig Fitness, which is a cross-training gym here in Reno, Nevada that I reside in, uh, it is also a, a business where people find community, they find connection, they find health and wellness, they find friendships, they find network, they find therapy, they find sanctuary, they find happiness. They find all these things under the roof of a health and wellness arena. And that is something that I that I projected in the very beginning. Because when you ask yourself, how am I going to be different? You have to answer the question. Because there's there's a there's a whole body 
of different gyms in your community. There's a whole body of different lawyers in your in your community. There's dentists, there's therapists, there's counselors, there's teachers, there's districts, there's organizations, there's unions, like there's everything under the sun in every single city. You know, and so when there is room for everyone, just because that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You know, uh, I, I was once told, don't take the light away from your passion thinking that it's not good enough or you're not worthy enough or you're going to be in too much competition. At the end of the day, there's a sun that shines over this whole world and gives light to every single crevice of this 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 universe you know and so if there's light over us then that gives us hope to to be present and to be there and to be of service and to be a servant or whatever it is that your business may be a calling for in this life you are here for a reason and you do provide space and time and effort into your community and don't you ever believe anything different so as I go back to my high school years, I then proceeded into my, my college years. And then I realized that I was running my, my next business. That was my, that was my level up. And I really started to notice that at graduation, like I was listening to our valedictorian. I was listening to our principals and our counselors talking and speaking. And I was inspired. I've always been one to be very inspired by by the ones that were behind the mic and giving inspiration, motivation. And I really took it to heart. And I knew that that we were finding ourselves to be in a place of transition to the next level. And so getting into college, I, I then was given a huge opportunity and also a blessing to get a full ride for volleyball, which then turned into more of a scholarship uh, for basketball because the coaches learned at that university that I played basketball also through a pickup game. Uh, won't get too deep into that, but I was a dual sport athlete at my university and I was the first woman to hold that position. And so on top of that, I was also in, in indulged in my school, into my education. And I was a major uh, in communications public relations and marketing. And then my minor was in sports psychology. So if anyone knows what it means to hold major and a minor credits, that means you're they're literally holding a full load. There was one time, one semester that I was holding 21 credits or units. And that's insane. You know, and so what I was doing at that time was I was managing and also organizing my time which then was even more so because I was even more social. I am a social person. I'm a very connected person and I love humans. I always have. So I really rejoiced in in that time as well. So managing that was a little bit more difficult in college because that's where everything started to blossom even more within my personality and my friendships and all the things. So... I did find that being a dual sport and also a major and a minor student within my education was was clearly overboard. Like I was pushing the limits. Uh, And also, when I look back, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I ever? But I was working. You know, there was different jobs that I was working along the way to to make sure that I had some funds in the bank to to live and to eat and not not be just reliant on my parents. Like they were very great about allowing me to know that, hey, you will at, at, at 23 years old take over your insurance because you're going to be off your dad's insurance, right? And so I didn't, I, I wasn't very happy when it happened because I wanted, I wanted the help. But at the same time, it was very, uh, it revealed the independence that I was seeking in my life as well to, to obtain those responsibilities. And then once I obtained that responsibility and started to learn what it was to pay my own bills, to pay for my own gas, to pay for my own food and not be so dependent on my parents, um, even through my college years was very satisfying. And that, that helped me be the entrepreneur that I am today. Okay. Because I wasn't in a position of just taking and, and enabling, 
uh, I was really in a position where you're like, you're going to have to do some hard crap. You're going to have to pay your own bills. You're going to have to pay for your own gas, all these things, right? So I was being coached by my own parents. This is how it was going to be. And this is, you know, you you lived a very privileged life. In, in, in my high school years, I didn't have to have my job, but my job was to get a scholarship for my education because we knew as a family that there was not enough funds in the household to to put my brother and I through college. So use your God God given gift, which was to to be athletic and to play these sports and stuff and go do great things. So as I did that and I transitioned into my young adult life, I realized then that my new business was to run my 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 household. And my household was actually being a roommate, right? And my household was to now pay the bills. I was off my insurance from my dad. I was paying all my bills. So anything that I I had opened up, my credit card, anything that I wanted, things, I was paying for myself. So that becomes a business, right? And those are the things that you're ultimately passionate about. So at the end of the day, I was learning how to manage my checkbook and my and my credit card a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, these, these people, which are my clients, start to come in and out of my life. And they're older than me. And they are wiser than me. And they shared insight. And they knew who, that I was only 23 years old at the time for some of my clients that were walking in when I started my, my business of being a personal trainer. So I was running my household, right? But I was also starting to run a business at 23 years old to be a trainer, which I didn't know that running my own business by opening up my own gym was even in the cards at that moment. You know, but all this time, you're playing practice. You're practicing for the game. And again, that's why you guys know I love my athletic world so much because it has taught me so much about my business. It has taught me so much about life itself on on how to manage and how to organize and how to spend this time from the ground up to be successful. And, And remember that everyone's definition of success is completely different. Uh, but when I, when I, when I found myself being a personal trainer and then six years deep into being a personal training, I, I then turned into being a business owner of first year in in the December, 2011 year. And here we are in 2020 December, and I'm almost coming up on 10 years. Right. And, and so here we are going from this, this, high school student and and even a little girl like think about you managing your time just getting up and 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 making your bed and getting up and then brushing your teeth and then getting up and 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 eating breakfast and then getting up and getting your uh backpack together and then your lunch pail and remember all the times that you forgot your lunch pail remember all the times that you forgot your homework like that was a part of my pain that was a part of the the scrutiny. That was that was part of the consequences that I had to feel at a young at a young age, being a young girl, to proceed into my to my middle school years. You know, so this is all development. And I love looking back on this now because I'm like, oh my gosh. Like this was starting at such a young age. Like I loved the the thought of getting new binders and new pens and new pencils and all the things for school. Um, I loved the idea of my binders being organized and my dividers being labeled and my 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 binders being inside of my backpack. Like I, I truly do find that those those traits to help me be where I'm at today at 39 years old running a business uh, of my own business. And, and I'm going to just jump forward. I opened up a business, which was a second location, CCF downtown. And through through COVID, uh, at the beginning, beginning of 2020, it shut down. You know, and so here I am, close to $72,000 in debt as a loss by, by losing that business through, through COVID. And that brought me to, my, brought me to tears. 
um, many times during this year, a very trialing year for everyone, you know, and everyone finds this year to be trialing in so many ways. Uh, but part of the business that you are wanting to grow, you got to know that there's risk in that. You got to know that there is going to be some faults and falls and very hard falls when you are running your business. There's going to be a loss. There might be a lot of loss. There might not be the loss of losing your business like I I have experienced and I never thought that I was going to experience something like this, but it happened. You know, and now I'm managing that and I'm I'm finding ways to see my loss as not just a negative and not just an, a, a pessimistic uh, thought on, on my standpoint, but seeing what I can do as an entrepreneur that I am to be a better business owner, you know, and to be someone that can crawl out of debt and, and, and not in a depressive way and not out of agony and not out of spite, but out of like, okay, this is what cards were dealt for me what is out there? What kind of help can I get? What can I support? What kind of support can I get? What kind of education can I give myself to, to learn about debt? You know, because this is something that you haven't been really challenged with. So when I went, when I go back to my early years of running just my personal training business, I then recall the days that I owned my first home. And I recall the days that I, that I had my son. And then I recall the days that I got married. And then I recall the days that I opened up my own business. And then I recall the days of when I had my second son. You know, there's all these life events that are happening along the way that can really pull you and suck you dry to the point where you where you're like I don't even know if I can have another second of room for this business but because it is a passion is one of the main reason why this business that you're tapping into is successful. At the end of the day, I think the underlining thing is what is it that you are so passionate about that you want to proceed to to create and to see this business roll forward. And it's not easy, you know, and sometimes I, I look back when, when I was a personal trainer and then I dove into the, the realm of actually opening up my own business, brick and mortar. Um, I was thinking like, okay, how can I be different? And, and what is actually the thought of, of being passionate about something like really, what is that? And, and I was passionate about people. I was passionate about inspiration. I was passionate about motivation. And I was passionate about health and wellness, which was my fitness industry. So it made sense to me being the athlete that I was, being the team leader that I was, being the team captain that I was numerous times, being the vice president on student council. Like this all makes sense. It like to, for me to be in the automotive industry, uh, to me being in the the cooking industry, to me being in the the gosh uh, fashion industry, it doesn't make sense. Coming from what I practice my whole life, it just doesn't make sense. Like. I was on a horse and if I was on a horse, I was showing that horse. And if I was on that horse, I was in rodeos. And if I was on the ice skating rink, I was competing. If I was in karate, I was earning a belt. If I was, I had to think about that a little bit. If I was in volleyball, I was playing a game. If I was in basketball, I was part of a team. Like, you get what I'm saying. Like, that was my practice the whole time. I was not indulged in other things. Okay, so when I think about people's questions to me and, and what they're asking, and it's really, how did you strategize in order to to build your business from ground up. And when the time came six years deep, so think about this too. You're serving your time. You're putting time and effort into something that you're passionate about. Same thing as I as I think of my friends that are doctors. 
they went through the same type of schooling that I did, and then they kept going. You know, they went so far that they're in residency, and then they went so far they're in their almost 40s, and then they're a doctor. I was a, a personal trainer at 23 years old. I went through high school and I went through my four-year degree and then I got my my certification and then I was a trainer you know and so but but where my success per se came from is is the time that I spent year after year not being you know whatever someone's success means to them but for me like I I've, I've mentioned in the past podcast of Project You with Cami Craig there was my first year of being a personal trainer, so passionate, so eager, so hungry, so excited, and I only had 10 clients that year, and never at the same time. It was a super, super hard year. If anyone were to get into a year like that, and especially in this time, and also the mindset that a lot of people have, they would have quit. They would have been like, no, nah, not for me. But instead, the consistency and the persistence and the, the absolute hope inside me that my heart was for real and my heart was not lying. I stuck with it. So that was my, that was my strategy out of the gate. Like, I'm following my gut. That was one, one place that I never... Hey, you guys, I, I, I honestly have been honest, honest with you with my personal situation and my personal development and the way that I, that I thought on an emotional level with my personal life, which was so weird because on a business side of my life, it was, it was real. It was gut wrenching. I'm, I know for a fact that this is forever. Um, and there might be some ups and downs, trials, tribulations, but this is my calling and this is part of my purpose. And so I, I really let people know that come at me. I've done over a hundred interviews in my time of being a personal trainer. I'm coming up in 2021, 17 years being in the fitness industry and every single interview that I've gotten in, whether it's by phone, whether by by um, Zoom meeting, or whether it be on um, uh, television, it is serious when I say you got to follow your gut and you got to be passionate about the business that you're getting into. And if you're not involved in that business because it's a part of you, I, I honestly don't think the best chances are, are going to be on your side for that business. Starting a successful business, in my eyes, took three things. And it was really uh, a decent idea. I, it wasn't the best idea. It was just the idea that came from the passion. And I noticed this because my idea at the very beginning was not the the idea that that ccf is showing up for today like ccf has evolved so much from day one it is completely different from from what i thought it was going to be but it was a decent idea i had i had a lot of things a good you know decent ideas at the very beginning but they they were worked on and the kinks were worked on throughout the time which made it to where it is today. And, and that's just how it goes. Also, people want to think that success is going to come from having a lot of capital out, out of the front. Uh, but I don't, I don't truly believe that. I truly, honestly believe that, yes, there's got to be capital. But in the same sentence, I got to tell you that there's got to be connection. There's got to be this, this hard rooted connection that you have for your industry, that you have for your audience, that you have for, for your passion to proceed day after day after day. And then knowing that you might only start with half the capital that really truly takes to be the, the, the business that you want. But guess what, you guys, that's the way the cookie crumbles over there. If it's not 
let's just say a hundred thousand, that's going to be your dream start, your dream job, your dream building, your dream business, whatever. It's okay to scale down and know that you don't have to go broke opening up. You don't. I promise you with the passion that you have and, and the decent idea and the connection and the following and the, the relentlessness that you have in your heart to be what you desire and you deserve to be, it's going, it's going to follow through. It's going to open up and it's going to blossom, but only if you stay consistent day in and day out. Now, the third thing that has really helped the success of the business of CCF grow is the creative genius. The creative genius has, has been there from the very beginning. When I was mentored by Mark Bailey, I was asked the question, how are you going to be different, Cammie? And we knew that I was a female in the, in the male dominated, dominated industry. We knew that times were going to be tough for me, but we also knew together that the creative genius that I had for the decent idea. And I knew that I was willing to be on the front side of the wave. I wasn't afraid of being on the front side of the wave. I wasn't attempting to trail behind other people. I was allowing myself to be innovative. And to be innovative is a huge part of the business and and, and why the business is so important. It's gotta, it's gotta be very apparent that your, that your willingness to be innovative in your business is going to be the reason why you succeed. Because if you're not innovative, if you're not willing to be on the front side of the wave, if you're not allowing yourself to take the risk, then you're already behind and now you're average. You know, you gotta be willing to think of the, the, decent idea from the start and know that there's something better down the road. It doesn't mean tomorrow that it's better, but it's something better down the road. And then you can tweak it. You can turn it. You can twist it. And all of a sudden, here I have Project C. I have a, I have a program and it's 14 to 16 week program for a full mind and body transformation. And it didn't start out being what it is today. Like I had to go through the, 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 the wrenches really to get where Project C is today. Uh, and it's funny because I thought it was everything that first day. But that was the decent idea of, of Project C. And then because I took the risk, because I stayed innovative, because I... I, I didn't allow myself to just be average. I, I then started to see that this was becoming something better and this was becoming something newer. And the introduction was when, when I started my business in high school. The introduction to all of this was back then, you know? And so I, I really have been on this really cool road of discovery through the business. And so when, when people ask you or people ask me, what, how did you become so successful? You, you got to know that that's a really crazy question, you know, because everyone's success is so different. Now, my drive and my passion has gotten me to the point where I'm at today. And because I am so passionate about health and wellness and fitness and now mental health and 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 spirituality and goal setting and nutrition and all these things i've i've aligned myself with the obstacles and with the losses and the struggles and i've learned that i've i've had to quickly twist and turn and change and and understand what's going on a lot quicker to avoid the the huge failure, right? But in between, I've slipped between the cracks. I've I've understood that this is as an this is not as easy as I thought it was. Um, I've I, I've I've actually had to laugh along the way and be like, "Holy 
freaking smokes. Like managing people is the hardest part about this business. Like I love working with my clients. Like working with a team is is bizarre. It's crazy. But you know, being being a woman in, in a male-dominated industry when I first started was was very intimidating. You know, and so it's funny because my tools and everything that I executed in my life in this pillar of my life was strong. Making decisions every single day has got to be on your map. If you're someone that's not decisive, I I don't think that running a business and having a successful business on that standpoint is 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 truly for someone. You know, and also if you're not willing to learn along the way, then it is it, it's it's also something that might be on the back burner for you as well. I I often say that we we need to see what will set us apart. What's gonna set me apart from other people doing the same thing in the same city? And and for me, I knew that the vehicle was gonna be within fitness to connect to inspire, to motivate, to network with, with humans, you know, like that fitness was the vehicle. Okay. To, to that, to that connection. Now, what was going to set me apart from being within different gyms, the next 10, the next 20 going into 30 years was community. It was going to be being a part of someone else's life being a part of another organization's world, being a part of a different fundraiser, and and being a part of that organically and and very happily and and also just so simply. Simply being a part of something else that is greater than you. That's where I knew in my deep down heart that CCF was going to be separated from every other gym. And it became such a separation that it was that it was talked about and it was spoken about and it was it was relayed back to me. Wow, these things are going on. We've never seen this in this city. Um, can you be here? Can you do this? And and then it became a, a, a serious thing that was going on within the business that I didn't know that was going to grow so fast. And then it became community. Community was a, was a, a, a piece of CCF that was completely selfless. It was an extension of CCF and it was actually the pulse of CCF. As it became an extension, it, when I say it became an extension, it, it became to grow and to touch so many different people's lives. But it was the heartbeat. It was the pulse of CCF because that's what I knew that was going to separate us from every other gym. And it became such a thing that other gyms started to do exactly what CCF was doing. You know, the young bucks of the industry never would even know that uh, now um, because it's probably not talked about, right? And it's already, it's it's a norm now to incorporate fitness and, to, and community and stuff. But back in the day, Nine years ago, when we were doing fundraisers within fitness classes, 60-minute classes, and raising more than $15,000 for one human or one organization, that was blowing people's minds. But in my heart of hearts, I knew without a shout of a doubt that was going to be part of the separation of other gyms and other industries and other, other companies. Like I wanted to be different. I wanted to be above average. I wanted to show our community what it was like to be selfless and to think beyond our own wants and our own needs and our own desires, right? And so then I, I, I then also share with other people that what is your service? You have to ask what's your service. For me, I don't sell hamburgers. I don't sell clothing. I don't I don't give something that you can take away to your house and it's tangible. Like my service is my 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 professional intellect. My service is my time. My service is my my 
research and my education that I was or have been doing since the beginning of time, which is 16, almost 17 years ago. And it started, you guys, just as personal training. And that's what I'm saying when you're, when you're, decent idea started of being a personal trainer, Cami Craig, put your own name in your own profession in, but see how you evolved. You know, like there, there is this crazy development when I look back and I'm like, oh, you went from a little girl that was, that was riding horses. And then you went from a little girl that was doing karate, a little girl that was doing ice skating, then a little girl that went to middle school and started to see what a team was. And, you know, I just grew, 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 grew. And then I'm running a business, right? And then you're managing up to 13 people. And then all of a sudden your gym turns into um, not only a, a, a place of fitness, but a place of that, that seems like to be a sanctuary for people, a safe place for people, a really happy place for people. And so then you start to notice that your programs are growing and your your um, your your professional education is growing because you're not just going to stay as a personal trainer. Now I want to flow into nutrition. Now I want to flow into mental health. Now I want to sh- th- to flow into goal setting. Now all these things were a building block on top of personal training. I have a client center in the medical industry and they started from going to high school, going to college, then getting their masters and then they're all of a sudden in their doctorate and they they move on up. You know, and and they did that because they, they felt the growth inside them. They felt the desire in their gut and their heart. They're like, hmm, you know what? I'm not going to just be a nurse. I'm actually going to go to a doctor's office now and I'm going to do different style of nursing. I'm not just going to be in the hospital, you know, or I'm going to break away from the hospital and I'm going to go into homes. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to break away from homes and I'm going to start traveling. There, there's, different avenues of the success of your business. You know, and your business doesn't mean that you just have to be running a business and you're an entrepreneur. Please believe that your business can be running your home business and you're a homemaker. I got to do a huge shout out to all homemakers. I am a single mom now that I I have a house, I have a business, I have a failed business inside of there. I have friends. I I have my family. I have all these things going on that I manage, right? And inside of that, I run my household. I run my bills. I run the help that is here. I run the chores around from the kids. I We all are working and doing this together to have a home that is functioning. You know, from going from the the gym to the school, back from the school to the gym, dropping my child off at my friend's house so he can get to practice, like and do the carpool and and then remember that, oh crap, this week Bodie doesn't even have basketball because the Boys and Girls Club is shut down. Like that's management. You know, and that is a part of running a business and and that's beautiful. So to all the homemakers out there, and for any slack that you've gotten in your life, oh, that's really not a job. Just pray for those people <laughs> that are saying that because um, it's it's a job. It's a real thing, you know. And when you're managing your time, you're learning how to organize that time, and you're learning how to be efficient, right? And and then then that turns into if you can be more efficient, you can be more effective. So I give huge props to you guys, but. Um, Pushing into the next uh, deal about running your own businesses, you got to know your audience too. Who are you going after? What is your service and and who is your service going to touch? And I I think that people forget to even ask that question out of the gate. Um, Also, you got to know through running a business that you're going to fail and you're going to fail really hard. 
There's going to be times where you're being talked crap about. There's going to be times that you're, that your person, that your people, that your clients, that your patients, um, they don't like how you talk to them. They don't like how you didn't give them enough attention. They don't like how you charge too much. They don't like how you spoke on social media. They don't like how you train them. You don't, they don't like anything that they don't like. That's, that's, that's something that you're going to feel and it's going to hurt you sometimes because you feel like, um, it's, it's part of your business. And really at the end of the day, that is something that is, um, should not be taken personally is what I want to say. Don't allow those things to be taken personally. If anything, take them in uh, like uh, as a grain of salt and and know that, yes, there's probably some truth in, in what they're saying and you can point your finger at self and what can you do to be a bet, better person in your position of your business, right? And um, moving on quickly, because I don't want to take all the time in the world about this topic, but this is most definitely a topic that we can get uh, deeper and, and dive deeper into. But I also think that running a business that you should know that one of the best pieces of advice that I was given by a dear friend at the very beginning, he says, Cami, I know your heart and your heart is so giving and it's so loving that it scares me that you're just going to give things out for free and you're going to be taken advantage of. And if you give things out for free too much, you're not going to be able to pay rent, you know? And so building a business, I got to say that I did a lot of pro bonos. I did a lot of things that I said yes to, and I felt really good about saying that. But I also knew that that was part of the the community side of my business that felt and and that still feels so good and I will never stop. So when I say that, I'm going to say this as an example of when the Boys and Girls Club comes to CCF for the the fundraiser of the Chipino feed, okay, which is to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club. So when they come to me and they ask for a donation, I never ever say no to those donations ever i don't have money for them to help them run their fundraiser but what i do have is a service to give to them so if you think running your business you are too good to give back even even your even your service or a donation to your restaurant you're wrong you're never, ever too good for that because at the end of the day, you're touching lives, you're helping lives that you don't even know and that always comes back in, in full. That's just biblical. If, if you guys understand that side of life, you know to give it and to pay it forward is something that will always come back to you. And and quite frankly, if we have the, the understanding and the respect for life that we are not expecting anything re in return, that is the best case scenario that you have when it when it when it comes into running your business and being able to give back. You don't have to expect anything. And and sometimes these things are not seen immediately. There's been plenty of times where I've given to the Chipino feed and not seen the people that that bought their 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 basket for CCF. You know, but it was a year later, there a month a month before the expiration date and they're like, "Hey, I got this at the Chimino feed and I wanted to redeem it. I'm like, of course. And you know what? I've even taken the clients or the people that have gotten their their basket and the the coupon did expire. I'm not saying no to them. Like I I'm I'm there anyways, and I'm already passionate about this health and wellness and this fitness industry. The last thing that I'm going to do is say no to someone that that spent their time and their effort and their money at a at a fundraiser to help others, you know. And that's where a lot of people fall. They they feel like I don't have time for it. I'm not really a people person. Well, I I I share differently. So that is something that I've always said yes to. 
And I do believe in mentors. I believe that we should be leaders and that we are leaders because we are in the position that we are. But I am also a student at all times. I am being coached on a personal level and I'm also being coached on a professional level every single day. And there was a time in my life on a personal level that I thought I was too good for it. I thought I didn't really need it. And really what I did need was exactly that. It has helped me so much in my personal development. I have gathered so many more tools in order to become the woman that I am today. And I am nowhere near the woman that God has me destined to be. I am on the way, but I am truly nowhere near. And and that excites me because I know that there's so much more room for growth to become the, the better self uh, in a business aspect and also a personal aspect. And I must say, if I can, if I can say this again and again and again, that the more that you use and allow your creative genius to flow, you know, the more that you can be innovative in your, in your business and in your industry and in your community, you will, you will surpass being completely overwhelmed all the time because you're just stuck. You know, you got to trust your gut and you got to trust your ideas and you got to trust those, 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 those neurons firing. You just got to trust it. And you know what? There's a lot of things that I've done and they super dog failed. And there's a lot of things that I've done that people wanted a super dog fail it and see it fail. Right. And then because I didn't succumb and I didn't submit Project C is what it is today because I didn't cave in that first year. There was a small, 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 intimate group that created Project C for that first time. And if anyone was too overzealous, was like, oh, crap, there wasn't 50 people that signed up. I don't think it's really good. It's not worth my time. I needed to earn my stripes in order to get to where Project C is today. We're running through a, a time of uncertainty and we still have people con, um, inquiring about Project C, coming in for consults for Project C and doing it solo rather than doing it with a big group. Like people are that ambitious and anxious to transform their mind and their body. So I just got to say that when running your business, you got to know that you got to be innovative. You got to be persistent. You got to be re- resilient in the industry that you're in and not to kill, still, and destroy. Your job is not to be a jerk. Your job is not to trample on people and burn bridges. Your job is not, not to be a know-it-all. Your job is to be humble and kind and a leader, but a student at the same time to, to be the best entrepreneur, to be the best business partner, to be the best homemaker, whatever business that you are running and that you do want to run, you got to know that, that your backbone and your foundation is what you stand on. And, and this can be built upon. And that's, that's a really exciting part. So as we, are going to shut this uh, podcast down and this episode down of Project You with Cami Craig. Um, I'm going to proceed in in more episodes just about running business. Uh, I haven't even tapped into the public relations and the marketing and the networking and the social media. I haven't even tapped into that. And it's a huge part of the reason why CCF is where it is at today. And and you know what? Quite frankly, it's not a huge corporate organization. It is not something that is world renowned. You know, like it is something so special and so unique and so beautiful within its own community that is worth it and it is valued. So I must say, just because you're not a household name like Amazon is, you're not a household name like Oprah is, does not put less value on you and or your business. You got to know that from uh, from out of the gate. And I must say that because your passion is what it is and you are you are so 
discipline and you're so devoted to listening to your gut, you got to know that you are here for a reason and you are touching other people's lives. And when you are not here to kill, still destroy, trample, play karma on other people, you're, you're going to see the end to be better, right? You're going to know that, yeah, look at my situation. I, I fully am in a lost position in 2020. I never thought that that was going to be, but at the end of the day, I, I see the light, I see the harmony, and I feel in a, in a mind-body connecting way, I feel that I'm in the right place. And so if you don't feel that you're in the right place and you're just really shoving this because you want it so bad, step back and step away right now and start to ask different questions. Start to engage with yourself in, 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 in a different way to really inspire the the gut and the reason and the purpose of your business. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about an interview that I went through with a woman that texts me and I'll share the text and I'll share the content. But until then, I really, really, really want you to be action-based on behalf of your current business that you're in or the business that you want to see grow. This is something that is only going to grow because you're willing to water it. And it's only willing to grow because you're willing to nurture it, right? It's just like having a child. It's just like having a plant. And it's also just like having a pet. If you're not willing to take care of this thing, then it's not going to grow to its optimal health. It's not going to perform the way that you would like it. And business, quite frankly, is the same thing in my eyes. I never, ever have given up on the business knowing that this was a little baby of mine. It was something that I've been so passionate about. So whatever you are so passionate about, let that be the lead and continue to be relentless in your industry. Continue to be the student that you des- that you deserve to be every single day, not to be a know-it-all, but just to be knowing more and not to be stepping outside your box because that's not where you need to be. You need to be inside your box and push and push and push and push and expand that box where all of a sudden it's bigger and it's better and it's growing and it's healing sometimes because you find you find the trials and tribulations. So until next time, you guys, talking about business, this is going to be fun. I hope you guys have a great day, and I'll check in with you next Tuesday. If you can, real quick, at the end of this podcast, I want you to get in your journal, and I want you to write the top five things that you took from this podcast. Reflect and write down your business and the things that you can apply inside your business to help it grow just from this first episode. All right, you guys, I'll see you next Tuesday. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.